Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. We were talking a little bit off the air about the Super Bowl coming to Arizona in 2023. And you said that there's really no buzz. Nobody's really talking about it. Doesn't really like a lot of excitement. You know, the only time I've heard a buzz about the Super Bowl is uh, <laughs> I had a, a friend of mine that has a friend in Paradise Valley and he has a really nice home there. And he actually has it lined up that a fairly famous person is going to be like using his home for the week, mm-hmm. like kind of like a VRBO for that week. Is this where you're staying, Matt? Are Guess, you saying you're a fairly famous no, person? No, is, is that, you, you would is, be blown away. Guess how much he's he's renting his VRBO house for the week of the Super Bowl. I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what about five hundred a night? No, are you more. insane? Come on, Mark. What is Super it? Bowl? What twenty five hundred, three thousand a night? One hundred and fifty thousand for the week. For the week, one hundred and fifty thousand. Yes. Is it rented? Yes, to a fairly famous person. In fact, someone that's part of the the whole event. Wow. Un- so, oh, well, that's what they charge him. You said if it's a famous uh, person that's a part of the event. I don't care. 150000 to rent a house for the week. That is a pretty penny. Matt, I am so excited that you're getting that much money for your house, Matt. I am proud of you. So, you know, Mark, you were thinking of coming out here and staying at my house during that time? <laughs> nope. Well, gotta, have I got a surprise for you? I've got a tent in the backyard with your name all over it. <laughs> no, no, no. You can stay in the house. It's just going to cost you an arm and a leg. 1200 a night, and that's just for the garage at best. Oh, you want to use the Shared bathroom? Room. Uh, room. Well, uh, the reason I bring that up is it was this week. Back in 1966, the rights to the first four Super Bowls were sold to CBS and NBC for a total of $9.5 million. So let's com- That still seems pretty high, though, right? Back from back then? Yeah. That's that, a lot of money. Okay. You know how much they it brings in? More. Yeah. And estimated for whatever channel gets the broadcast rights. You know how much it brings in now? I would say they make uh, $500 million. Okay. Damon? I'll say four hundred and ninety-nine million. <laughs> you're both <laughs> take it. You're both spot on. Five hundred million. Boom in wow. revenues. I real and now, Mark, you got to tell people that you know you did not tell us that before. We really did guess that. So I didn't tell you. I text you that information. Hey, look, that's a great. <laughs> that's a great return on your investment. Uh, so you know, let's talk about some returns on investments here because one that's not been too popular in this very volatile market has been bonds. Do you see that bonds could make a comeback in twenty twenty three, or are there better opportunities out there? Well, I definitely think that the bond market's going to be interesting for two thousand twenty three. A couple reasons. Number one, bonds go down when interest rates go up. But they go up when interest rates go down. So again, if you if you were heading towards a recession, which a lot of people think we are, and the Fed potentially would then start dropping interest rates, that would mean bonds would actually start going up in value. The other thing is bonds, you know, this year we didn't play it out that way, but in most years, as we head into a recession, you know, bonds play out really well because they're the safe play. And so bonds have already taken a huge hit in 2022. There's a lot of people that don't think they could go down much more. And so, you know, could that be a flight to safety place that when the market starts taking a hit as, you know, the recession takes hold, 
could you have a safe haven play um, with bonds? So I think bonds could be a good investment strategy for 2023, but you still got to be careful because they're expecting to raise interest rates at the beginning. So it's not like you can just jump in and it's all smooth sailing. You've got to have a plan with that. But but bonds definitely can be a place that can provide some returns next year. 480-680-6868. All right. While I'm asking you about methods and strategies that work, what about the 4% rule of withdrawing 4% of your financial assets to fund retirement? Like, do you think it's a good model or some people say it's flawed? How do you feel about the 4% rule? Well, you know, the 4% rule is a good place to start, I think. And, and what we're really talking about there is how much can I withdraw from my nest egg and still have it be sustainable over time and over a period of time that we don't know how long it's going to be, right? So you have to kind of take a step back and say, all right, here's how much you have. And if you want this to be sustainable, statistics say that you're going to, you know, if you're a married couple um, and you've already hit 60 years old, there's a high probability. I think it's like 48% that one of you lives to be 93 years old. And statistics show that people are living almost 14, 15 years longer than their grandparents. So longevity is there. And these are people that also have diabetes and have the same things that their parents and grandparents died from, right? They're still living. And so you can't sell yourself short and you have to understand, how do I make this balance? How do I create an income, right? That isn't all over the place, right? Because I don't want to just take out the interest because some years I'm taking out a whole bunch and the next year I'm taking out nothing right? Because I've, I'm negative. And so you've got to build a plan that's going to allow to, to live life, but also have it be sustainable over a long retirement window. And that's, that's where that 4% rule comes in. And so is it 3%? Is it 4%? You know, how much risk can you take based on that? A lot of that depends on the rest of the story. You know, does my social security and a pension meet all my, my income needs? Well, then then the variables change. But if I'm drawing every single penny of my income in retirement outside of Social Security from my nest egg, then how much risk I take and the vehicles I use to provide that income also change. And so the variables are going to be different. But that 4% rule is something that that it should at least be discussed. And that and the question is, is not so much about what percent, but what is going to be sustainable for me and my house to be able to provide income over this retirement uh, time span that I don't know how long it's going to last, but I, I better plan as if it's going to be a pretty long time so I don't have to go back to work, you know, or go back and live with the kids. Yeah. You know, Mark, it reminded me of a client I just met with. So he came in with kind of that same question and he literally came in and said, Hey, how much can I withdraw from this? Is it three or 4%? What's, what's the right amount? And so we, the first thing we do with a, a brand new client is we do a portfolio analysis on the, their current holdings because we, Damon and I, we want to understand what you currently have, how you're invested, what kind of risk you have. We want to be able to show you what you're paying in fees. But one of the main factors and one of the main pieces of information that we can also pull from that is we can determine how much volatility your portfolio has, what kind of returns it has, and actually quantify that in a distribution rate. So we have a report that will literally say in your particular situation with how much money you have, with how it's invested, with what kind of risk you have, you know, you can appropriately take 5% a year from this portfolio and it should never run out. You should take 1%, 2%, 5%, 3%, whatever it is. And so we, we ran this report for the client and I sat back down with them. And again, we went through everything. We showed them, hey, look, this is what kind of you know investments you have. This is how much you're, you know, of it's in mutual funds. These are the fees on those mutual funds. You know, here's your returns, here's your risk. And then we turned the page and we got to the distribution rate. In his particular case, it was 1.25%. 
And so the way that he was invested, if he had a million dollars in that account, he could take out 12,500 bucks a year if he wanted to make sure he doesn't run out. Mm. Now, how depressing would that be? I saved a million bucks and I can spend (laughs) 12 grand. But that's the type of risk that he had. And so it then allowed us to have this conversation to say, look, why is that so low? Well, let's turn back the other pages and let's look at your returns. Let's look at the risk that you took to get those returns. And we're able to easily uncover some issues that his financial plan had that he was totally unaware of. And so he came in asking this question. We're able to give him data and say, well, actually, in your situation, it's far lower. So what changes need to be made? So now that million dollar portfolio could produce 30, 40, $50,000 a year. And now we have you know some tangible evidence to be able to say, these are the types of changes we need to make to help you accomplish this goal. And now he knows what he can spend and it's a substantial amount and he can add that to his social security and to his pension and they're off and running with retirement. And so that's the value I think is, is you know, we've all heard these percentages, we've heard these numbers, but is that true in your particular situation? The only way you're gonna know that is if you have a portfolio review and you actually analyze that to determine can I do what the experts are saying or am I too aggressive or am I not aggressive enough? What are the issues that are preventing me from spending the money that I'll need in retirement and making sure that I don't run out? Take advantage of that complimentary portfolio review from Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, and the team at Acute Wealth Advisors, 480-680-6868. We've been talking about the market swings over the past year as we prepare for 2023 and Does the recent market really have legs? Bank of America researcher Mark Cabana tells Yahoo Finance that Wall Street is speculating about the duration of the Fed's interest rate hikes. And here's what he had to say. If you're the Fed, they're trying to say, no, no, we're going to be on hold for a long time. Higher for longer is the narrative that they've been running with. The only problem is that the market doesn't see higher for longer as credible because they're pricing such an extreme amount of cuts. So even though the Fed is saying higher for longer, the market is saying, yeah, 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 we know you're going to be cutting at some point. We trust that you're going to be cutting quite meaningfully. And then that's what's been easing financial conditions. We don't base our retirement on speculation. You don't build plans on speculation. It's a popular it kind of a lazy word. But so, Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, how do you build that plan without having to watch these financial news channels who keep screaming speculation? You know, what's funny about those news channels is there's actually a fund that is being created that does exactly opposite of what Jim Cramer tells people to do on that CNBC show. <laughs> Just him? Yeah, it's like anti-Jim Cramer funded. And so it's pretty funny because like there's people on Twitter They'll be like, oh, Jim Cramer just said buy Tesla. And so they literally were like, or shorten it or, you know, sell the gold that you got. Oh, well, we better better go buy it. So (laughs) I think what you have to realize is when you're watching those types of shows, they're there to try to entertain, right? I mean, it's a form of entertainment. And so they're there to kind of get you thinking. They throw out different ideas. But what ends up happening with a lot of that stuff is it's actually to your detriment because, again, there's not a lot of... uh, effort put in behind those recommendations and you're not researching it. You're just taking their word for it. And then, you know, you don't know when to get in or get out. And and so people make a lot of mistakes when they follow that. Mm-hmm. But I just want to go back to that clip that the talking head on that show was saying, hey, the market doesn't believe that there's going to be rising interest rates in the future. In fact, they think they're going to be cutting them and cutting them pretty drastically. Well, I want people to understand what he's trying to say there. Why in the world would the Fed be potentially cutting interest rates next year. 
Well, the answer is because you're heading into a recession. Mm. And so the market is starting to wake up to some of that because it is true, whether the talking head is, is correct or not, the Fed rate... They're basically the 10 year treasury kind of predicts what they think are going to the Fed's actually going to do because the Fed only controls the two year rate. And so the 10 year kind of floats with what the market's doing. And so they are predicting that the Fed is not going to raise interest rates as high and that they'll actually start cutting them back. Well, that means the market is starting to price in and and recommend or basically say that we're heading towards a recession. So again, what I would say with all these, the market news with the, you know, even our radio show is again, you need to get with someone that you can trust that is factoring in all of these changing things about our world events and, and the markets and the economy and make sure that your financial plan is set and put in place in a way that you can weather that storm. And so I think there's a lot of opportunity. And I know we said this earlier in the program, but I think it's worth repeating is that it's this time of year that we're sitting back and we're kind of saying, okay, what are my goals going to be for 2023? And usually people are sitting there saying, oh, I'm going to create a fitness goal. I'm going to lose weight, or I'm going to go to the gym this many times, or I'm going to run a marathon. They're sitting there and saying, okay, you know, I want to set some goals related to my family. And usually there's a section where we say, I want to, I want to have a financial goal. And it could be, I want to get out of debt or I want to do this or, or whatever it is. But most people, as they're getting closer and closer to retirement, we see on that list, the top goals is I want to have a financial plan or I want to save more, or I want to get a better, better results for my investments. And so the question is, is if those are some of the thoughts that are rolling around in your head and you think, okay, you know, maybe I should be doing some of that. And and I, I want to set some financial goals. I would encourage you to pick up the phone and get on our calendars because the number one catalyst, we, we do these nonprofit workshops for a large nonprofit in that's across the country and they provide financial education to people at community libraries and the colleges and things like that. Because again, I think they, their whole premise is that we don't get taught personal finance and we don't understand that well enough. And so everybody's trying to figure it out. So if we can educate people, people are going to be better prepared. And when this organization first started, what they kind of started doing is just providing this information and there was no real follow up. And when they followed up with some of those people a month, six months, a year after they went to that class, they said, hey, what'd you do with the information that you learned from that that class? Mm. And the number one answer was nothing. I haven't got to it yet. I haven't done anything. So essentially, if you went to a class, learned all this stuff and never applied it, never did anything, essentially you wasted your time. And so it caused the nonprofit to actually change their message. And now their message is we want to educate and teach people, but we want to suggest actionable items for them to take action with their financial plan because that's where it matters. And so what they asked us to do as part of that nonprofit is that we would be willing to teach classes to people. But then second, we'd be willing to sit down with them Uh, through the nonprofit where they don't have to pay anything and be able to answer some of their specific questions. And what they found is if someone went to a class and then kept that appointment with us and actually we could actually give them some specific direction or advice um, regarding their personal situation, they would actually take action. Hmm. And so if that's true for someone that came to a class and took that initiative, if you're driving around, what that means is if you say, you know, well, I need to get my financial house in order. I need to have a financial plan that's better for 2023. I need to save more. I need to invest better. If you take the next action and pick up the phone and give us a call and get something scheduled, you are much more likely to actually achieve that goal next year because you've now taken action and you've actually started that catalyst that is likely going to result in you having those actionable items that are going to make a difference in your financial plan. 
So I can't stress how important it is right now as we go into this new year to have a catalyst to help you achieve your financial goals. So give us a call, 480-680-6868. We would love to sit down with you. We'd love to be that catalyst that can at least answer some questions, provide some direction, put you on the path to help you achieve your financial goals for 2023. You know, or maybe you want to uh, to come to one of our workshops and you can go to successinthenewretirement.com and find multiple opportunities, different kinds of classes, uh, different lengths of time uh, where you can come and sign up for one of those. We'd love to see you there as well. Or like Matt said, just come in and see us. Uh, you can find us obviously on the radio. And then we also have a podcast. If you want to listen to some of the things of what our philosophy is, you know, tune into that. It's, you know, a success in the new retirement. You can find it on any podcast platform. And so give us a listen, give us a call, come in. Uh, Matt and I will be ready and rearing to go. We'll be rested uh, for the new year. So uh, again, that number is 480-680-6868 or success in the new retirement.com. You know, Matt was talking about after like a nonprofit seminar, a lot of people get the information, but do nothing with it. Damon, why do you find that the community, we as adults, why do we sit on that information? Why do we procrastinate so much? Is it laziness? Is it we're just embarrassed of what our portfolio looks like? We've made some bad decisions. Why do you find when people come in for that initial consultation, it took so long to make the phone call? You know, I, it's human nature to procrastinate things. And like, I've got these meetings, I'm super busy. I've got, you know, I've got to prioritize my job or I got to prioritize my kids' games or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I think all of us uh, tend to be, I wouldn't say lazy, but, you know, more selfless in that we're putting other things first. But there's a lot of wisdom in saying pay yourself first, right? And and coming back in, to a retirement plan. And that's what you're doing is you're, you've got all the things in place. You're probably putting in your 401k. You're probably doing all the things that get you there. But if you're over 50 and you haven't switched and made that adjustment to say, okay, I'm, I've done a lot of the growth stage. Now I'm in this, this preservation stage where I need to preserve and grow and get myself to retirement and actually get to the point where I can feel like at, at whatever point I'm ready, I can retire because I know I have the answers to where's my income going to come from and will that last for as long as I do? You know, I sat with a couple this last week, um, came to us from the radio and that was their biggest thing. He's like, I, I feel like we've done good saving, right? We know how to save, but you know what, Damon, we don't know how to spend. Mm. We don't know how to turn that into income. And I don't want to retire and have this anxiety of, do I have enough? And it's because we don't have a plan. And guess what? They had an advisor, but what they didn't have was a retirement advisor, someone that really could say to them, okay, let's talk about social security. How is that going to fit into your overall plan? And guess what? Matt and I don't get paid to know social security, but do we know it? And do we understand it? Well, yes, we do, because it's going to make up potentially 30 to 60% of your monthly income needs. That's an important piece to understand to get the max benefit out of. And there's multiple opportunities, but that's not going to do it, right? It's the rest of the story. Well, what about the taxes? How are we going to take this IRA or 401k that's never been taxed and get it out in a tax efficient way? What are taxes now and what's coming, right? So that we can maximize what you're keeping in your pocket with taxes. And then we're looking at, okay, we're, we currently sat through a 2022 year, maybe another 2023 year where the market's not great. What do we do in those years? Because they're going to come again and again in mm -hmm. our retirement because retirement's now 20, 25 years long. 
And then in addition to that, what about our estate planning? What happens if, if one of us gets sick or one of us dies ahead of time, right? More ahead of the schedule. And now we have multiple years to live on. Now what happens then? And, 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 right? right? We're helping you understand these are the questions that need to be asked. Here's the contingencies put in place so that you have a plan so that you can then retire on your terms. And that, that's a big deal, right? Nobody wants to work because they have to. It'd be nice to be able to say at the point where you're just going in and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm done. You can say I'm done mm-hmm. because I've done what I need to do. I've done the work. And, and that's what we're going to help you do. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.